0: hey guys this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope and we are here with the one the only real housewife of dc kat omani did i say your last name right um Omani,
1: omani whatever it's fine how are you hot but fine how are you good now you are in mallorca I am, and it's a very hot, sweaty day today, because there's no breeze, and we're sitting in the garden. That's not bad, though. New York
0: is... It's, so I'm in New York City. It's so hot here, too, and it's just the dead of summer, and nobody's in New York because everybody left, and there's just so much going on.
1: I mean, I, I, every time I see scenes of New York, it just, it's just amazing to me. I think it's I'm going gonna- to...
0: I'm gonna get out of here for the rest of the summer. I mean, like you know, I think it's no worse than anywhere else. Like our numbers have been crazy, but you know, we're slowly opening up now. H- how are things there? Like, did every is, is everything still closed down? Or
1: um, well, you could have you could have joined the worst lockdown in 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 the world with me and Italy. Yeah, it's absolutely horrendous here, and I'm not I'm not I'm not someone to. Um, to be locked in.
0: <laughs> you and me both, like this isn't, I mean now I'm used to it, but at first, this was not very well for me.
1: No, we we um, we um had, uh, France and Italy had the worst lockdown ever, so we didn't have any warning. It was literally like, you're in your houses tonight and that's it, you're not coming out. You're not even allowed to, we weren't even allowed to walk our dogs. Um, and, you know, we were allowed to take our children out. So I, I don't know how I was supposed to even get food. I had to leave Zara and my daughter in a car whilst I went to the supermarket. And I had this kind of queue with pannoys telling me how, uh, where to stand this and that. And, and in 22 years of being a mother, I've never had to leave my child in a car but I didn't have any other option because I couldn't get food without. that. So, wow. Yeah. Not, not good times at all.
0: So what have you done for the whole quarantine to keep yourself busy?
1: Um, fashion shows, uh, lots of Zoom meetings, um, cooking, gardening, um, just trying to stay sane really, sleeping as much as possible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what I should have done. I I I I, I should have slept more. I, I really need to catch up on sleep. And you had a little resurgence when the Real Housewives of DC reunion was on. Was that shocking that that came out of nowhere?
1: I, yeah, I, did, I I couldn't. I couldn't see it because Bravo is not in Europe anymore. Bravo. Um. It's it's uh. It stopped. It stopped airing in Europe years ago, and I haven't actually seen any of the episodes for so many years. But, um. I was hearing some of the things that were coming up which were reminding me of the most hilarious times and some horrific times as well Did but, I-, um, I, d- I didn't think they, they I didn't think they showed the reunion, which was the definitely the best part of the whole show is the reunion
0: that was like the best part of the whole damn thing right
1: yeah 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 yeah. Uh, other than the fact that the sofa was so fucking uncomfortable that I literally it was the it was the long It was one of the longest reunions ever filmed. I think we I think it was between 11 and 13 hours We were sitting on that bloody sofa for, And we'd already had we'd already had kind of bets the night before about which position everyone would be in On the sofa
0: <laughs> That's that's really that's really I'm trying to think so like you was ass- going
1: to be sitting where?
0: And everyone I assume Michaela was sitting next to Andy, right? I mean, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, and I and I was on the other side of Andy. That's a good place to be. So let's take cats catitude. She might be an outsider, but inside, let's take a look at her catitude. I oh my gosh. Side,
0: that looks so nice. Cat is literally walking from the outside to the inside. At least you're like in some I don't know, you're not in a major city, which is, I'm so jealous just for that alone. No,
1: no, no I'm not, I'm, a, I'm in a really beautiful village um, in um, in the kind of the center of Mallorca, so it's 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 lovely, but it has been like a ghost town and it has been like, I felt like at one point that everyone had died other than me because I'd take my dogs out for a walk at like half past nine at night and not see one person in over an hour, not even one person.
0: Wow.
1: It was like, you know, who's he survived here? Cause all the doors are shut, all the windows are shut. And yeah. Wow. So we're just coming out the other side now. So we've got the kind of, the beaches were open, but there's more police on the beach than there were people. And not that's not a good vibe at all.
0: That's like how it is here too. Did you, yeah. did, did Mary and Linda, I think they like were keeping you posted, right? During that little marathon that just happened.
1: Yeah, but the time difference was, like, annoying because I'm obviously five hours ahead. So I was, like, absolutely exhausted by the end of the day. And they were still, like, rocking. And I was like, okay, it's Midnight Girls, and I, I can't do this anymore. Too they much were terrible.
0: they <laughs> were excited. Did people start reaching out to you on Instagram, like, as if it was on the air now?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and then s- some of my lovely haters came back as well, just to hate on me, which I just... You know, I have to thank my haters as well, because they've always kept me entertained. Because right? My, my theory is it's always better to be talked about than not talked about. And the fact that I actually caused them to, to, to pick up their phones and send me vile messages, I take it as a compliment.
0: I would agree with that. I am all about, I'm like a Gemini, so to me it's like you could hate me or love me, just talk about me. That's better
1: than nothing. Yeah, and to, and to be honest, those people are just, you know, I always, always refer to them as people that are probably living in their parents' basements in their late 40s and they never even go out and they just spend their lives just hating on people. And But they always, they kind of, they entertain me now because uh, I just really don't give a fuck, you know.
0: I literally say the same thing, word for word. I'm like, this is someone in their parents' basement. That's exactly what I say too.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, you know, do you- they, they, they don't do their own washing, they never go out. Um, they probably just eat food from a tin and, and just spend their lives hating on celebrities and people that think that they're um, having a really lovely time even though they've got no idea what actually goes on behind the scenes or what is going on on TV because so much is edited. No one's got any idea. So much.
0: When Real Housewives of DC came out, like speaking of editing, were you shocked at your edit? Were you like, wait, this isn't how I remembered it?
1: Well, I was, I was completely screwed for the first, what, three or four episodes for sure. And I think, I think one of the things I was most pissed off about that was taken out of context was, we went for, to have a uh, pedicure, and I hate having people playing with my feet unless they're giving me a good foot massage. I just don't like pedicures, really. Um, and I said, this is not my scene at all and that was taken to going to stacy's aunt frances for dinner so that's when i was accused of being a racist because i said it's not my scene at all in fact i was actually talking about it, having a pedicure so i was i was completely nailed for the first few episodes that's um,
0: that's kind of a big difference
1: but then you know yeah i wasn't having a pedicure i was going to you know a black family's house for dinner and i have lots of black friends and being made out to be a racist was just not okay at all. I was absolutely furious about it, furious.
0: I don't blame you. Do you keep up with any of, like, do you watch Bravo now? Like, do you, are you up on any of the stuff going on with Bravo now or you don't really get it there?
1: No, no, not really. Um, I see the, I see the odd things on Instagram and stuff, but no, I don't watch any, any Bravo anymore because I do not get it. And I, I, I don't, I've never been a big TV watcher anyway. I listen to music and I, I, do, I do creative stuff. I don't really watch TV. That makes I, sense. I, I listen to podcasts or radio or music. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm not a TV watcher really.
0: That makes sense.
1: And, Would... fun, and, fun, and funny enough, I was asked if I'd actually seen any of the Housewives before I agreed to do the show, because I tend the show down for about six months. And when they gave me a couple of DVDs to watch about um, The Real Housewives of New York, I didn't even watch them. So I had no idea what I was letting myself in for.
0: The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course popsicles that get you high as—what are you waiting for? Go to slash spring 24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to slash spring 24 That's co.com to snag thirty percent off your first order. Were you were you shocked? Were you like, did you think it was just going to be a nice show about a bunch of
1: women in DC? And everyone's going to have some fun. Well, I didn't. uh, For starters, I didn't know how big it was at all, and I didn't know that it was pretty much kind of like a household name of being a housewife. But um, yeah, I was. I was very shocked. I was very shocked. But it was. It was. It was. in In general, it was a great experience, and I met so many fun people. And I'm still in contact with Linda a lot, and Mary, and Paul. And you know, when you've bonded so so long with people, you can never kind of break that bond.
0: Is that so, the best thing for you that came out of it? Just meeting like Mary and Paul and Linda?
1: Yeah, and, and no, we had so much fun as well. But but, but the sad thing is that the Salahis totally overshadowed the show. So a lot of our footage wasn't even shown because Bravo were trying to cover their asses to make sure that they weren't um, you know, in trouble because they, they were, you know, uh, implied that they were set up to go to the, the White House, which was never the case, but a lot of our really fun footage, really fun stuff was never aired. So there's there's so much boring shit in the show that I would have just gone and loaded the dishwasher or gone and done some mining if I ironed. Right, and I mean. Some, some of it was just so, so boring, but it's just annoying that they, that they took over so much of the show just by trying to um, cover their asses when it came to the liability involved in what the Salahis did.
0: Right, because like there was a time when like Bravo was being investigated for kind of being in yeah, on
1: yeah, it. yeah Yeah, and they pulled all the tapes and that's the reason the show was shut down, um, which is a shame. I mean, the second season, I think, could have done with a couple of new cast members, but that's my own personal opinion.
0: Do you think who who do you think they could have replaced?
1: For the oh, if I season? say that, if I say that, I'm going to be in really big trouble. <laughs>
0: it's just us, cat. It's just yeah. Us. I, know. Well,
1: I I I do not think Stacy was. Um, I think Stacy was the only racist in the show because she just kept bringing up color, which to me was just like amazing because I did not I not see color um, with race and. She just, I think, that, that I think that there should have been at least you know, two two black women in the show as opposed to one, especially in DC, and a little bit more interesting than Stacy because I didn't find her storylines very interesting, and um, so I, you know, I I wouldn't have been too too sad if she had left.
0: I take it you don't keep in touch with Stacy.
1: Not really, no. I saw her when I was last in D.C. but um, no, no, uh, no mad desire to uh, reignite that friendship.
0: Were you guys just-
1: She completely shafted me on the show and then tried to make something that wasn't even there to make good TV without any regard to actually my life or how it would affect me. And I had to leave D.C. for like two weeks at one point because I was being hated on for being a racist and just not okay, not okay at all.
0: Yeah, I mean that's like a pretty serious accusation. accusation.
1: Yeah, it's very serious, especially when you live in DC. You know?
0: Especially like now that you're saying this was taken out of context.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, she's like, she's uncomfortable around black people. It's like, what the fuck do you know, Stacey? You don't even know anything about me. You don't know how many black friends I have and like really good friends as well. And yet you're on national TV making out that I'm a racist. Um um which is just not okay at all
0: yeah i mean that's not
1: you know i'd like i'd like for her to have seen what it would be like you know putting the shoe on the other foot for example you know
0: did she and she never apologized or anything like that no
1: no as... and the funny thing the funny thing is that i actually looked after her more than anybody else in the show um and especially when it came to like she didn't have very much confidence when uh we're doing like the green screen and she we have to walk up to the camera about a hundred times and do your kind of like walk, 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 and then hand on the hip. And she was just not comfortable doing that at all. So I got everybody out of the room. I put some music on and I kind of like, come on Stacey, we can do this. And I gave her the confidence to do it. And was in there behind the camera, just egging her on. And I really was a good friend to her. And I think by the end of it, I was probably the closest to her out of all the cast members. But, Um, No, she never apologized for completely shafting me. But there you go.
0: I mean, and do you think producers kind of, like did you feel manipulated by producers? Like did they try to play up all of this, like let's cause drama? Or did you feel they were just kind of letting the story play out?
1: Oh no, of course they wanted to cause drama, but there was was a lot more drama that would have been a lot more entertaining than just the whole sly business, Um, which is really annoying.
0: Yeah, I mean, the fact that you were all participating in this show, you know, and then it kind of got hijacked by the Salahis.
1: Totally hijacked, yeah. Yeah.
0: And do you think, because I mean, I talked to Mary and I talked to Linda, like, do you think they did this on purpose? Like, did they crash this White House dinner because of the cameras? Like, did they do that for TV? Or I, that's just how, how it
1: You know what? To this day, I just don't know why they did it. I think they just did it because they could. And Tarek was always like some social climbing twat. Um, so, you know, I think they, just, they, they did it because they could and they got away with it.
0: Do you think if you reconnected with Michaela today, you know, she's moved on, she's married to the Journey. She moved on to a Journey. She moved on to the man from Journey. I forgot if he plays, I think, guitar, I'm assuming. He plays some instrument in Journey. I, yeah, I saw yeah, her. Yeah, a
1: I, think, yeah, I think he's guitar.
0: Okay, so the Salahis, so they kind of, I mean, they, it was, you don't know if it was for TV, if this is just who they are as people.
1: I, don't, I just honestly don't know what their agenda was, um, other than uh, the thrill of hugging the president and throwing her arms around Jay Biden. I just I have no idea really.
0: And do you think, so I mean, now that Michaela is moved on from Tariq, like, do you think if you guys reconnected, like, you know, maybe it's a kinder, gentler Michaela? like, maybe, do you think Tariq was really the problem?
1: Well, no, Michaela was never my kind of girl anyway. Right, I mean, oh, you, oh, It's really too sugary and too sweet and fake and phony and just not my kind of person. Just loving everybody, loving everybody. Just no, not, not really my bag.
0: Not how the world works, right?
1: Well, no, just really, I just, I can't stand insincere people. I just rather they just said they don't like me and move on. As opposed to telling everyone, you know, I love you, I love you, I love you. And meet, meeting people and within five minutes telling them you love them is just like something that I'm not used to. And, nor do I ever want to be used to.
0: Did you find a lot of that in DC with like the whole political arena?
1: No, because no one says they love you in DC. <laughs> Any McHale. Um No, it was um, DC's very conservative and I did enjoy some of my time there, um, but definitely not my kind of city.
0: And is this true? You invited both Barack Obama and Bush to your wedding?
1: yeah
0: and Barack didn't respond and Bush did
1: yeah yeah but but Bush um, Bush also sent a really lovely wedding present and all handwritten and really lovely um, but um, i I didn't invite uh, um, President Obama uh, Charles did but um uh, no he didn't know he didn't know VP which I just thought was. Considering that Charles was on the road with him 24 hours a day for goodness how many months, I just thought that was a little bit rude. But then I put some of that on camera, and then I was made out to be a racist for saying that as well.
0: It's like a double whammy, right?
1: Yeah. I don't like Tara Banks. Um, you know, President Obama didn't respond to Charles' wedding invitation, even though he spent 24 hours a day with him for goodness how many months. So if that makes me racist, then I'm guilty as hell.
0: Well, that's what I found so just different about the Real Housewives of DC is like, I think it was like the whole show was like, A, the Salahis, and B, this undercurrent of Republican versus Democrat and racism. Like it just, that's-
1: there's, like I said, there's so many other fun things that went on. So many other fun things. I was saying somebody a couple of days ago that, you know, I wish they'd filmed um you know for example I mean, there's so many fun memories but there was one night in particular that um um linda smokes weed um i i smoke occasional weed andy karen smokes weed it's just like it's it's really not you know the, you know, the, one of the most illegal drugs in the world and in fact it's legal in so many different countries now but there was one night when um i missed my flight back to london and I ended up going back to Linda's and we, we were smoking weed through an orange in her garden. And Mary turned up in her pajamas crying about something. And Linda and I were laughing so much because we had the giggles from smoking weed through an orange. And like stuff like that was like far more entertaining to watch.
0: <laughs> Well, that's the thing, you guys are all fun. Like, I know Mary, I know Linda,
1: everyone's really fun. <laughs> and there's Mary arriving in her pajamas, and Linda and I, are, like, smoking weed through an orange in the garden. We got the giggles so badly that we couldn't even listen to what the problem was with, with, with Mary because we were laughing so much and she was crying. And that, I mean, that's funny shit. That's funny TV. Yeah. Um, that, you know, um,.
0: <laughs> that's totally funny tv that's
1: totally funny tv i mean <laughs> there's me with my bags having missed my flight and just like oh my god here we go so let's make the most of it and then there's mary you know linda with her orange and and then mary just happened to turn up in her pajamas and floods of tears and it was like oh my god Mary, what's the matter with you but we couldn't take any of it seriously because we, we we've only on the wacky backy
0: that's so funny. I mean, it makes you think like, if it just wasn't for Michaela being cast, like it would have been a totally different show. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think that, um, um, like I said, I think there should have been another black woman in the show um, to to make it less about what Stacey, because whatever Stacey wanted, she got, because she was the you know, the minority. And so even though was a, there was an okay magazine shoot, And we were asked if we'd all wear jeans and white shirts or white t-shirts. I mean, everyone was happy with that other than Stacey. Because Stacey didn't want to wear jeans. She didn't like wearing jeans because maybe she had a slightly bigger bum or whatever her issue was. She didn't want to wear jeans. And so the whole shoot was cancelled for jeans and white shirts. And we all had to wear suits. And I don't wear suits hardly ever. And I end up having to be pinned up in this really hot woolen Chanel suit in 104 degrees uh for this shoot just because Stacy dictated because she was the only black woman in the show so whatever she wanted she got and it just so the whole you know what I mean? I didn't I didn't understand that. So whatever she wanted she got.
0: Did did Bravo make a big deal out of it? Because you know now that we have like Beverly yeah, they, Hills, they
1: were, they were constantly aware of being in trouble for racism. So they, so basically, she just got whatever she wanted, irrelevant of what anybody else wanted.
0: You know. Wow. And was that overt? Like, was Bravo like we have to make St- uh, we have to make Stacy happy?
1: Yeah. Which you know, in, in hindsight, they should have had two two black women in the show, especially being from DC, and not just one who dictated and um, the whole and the whole race thing the whole time. It was just so boring. Like two of my best friends in London are black, and I've, I've grown up with so many black friends, and just having that board up the whole time was just really dull and really inappropriate, and um, I just didn't understand why there was so much talk about racism when when there wasn't any.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, I mean, did you feel it from producers too? Like not just, or you know, or was it, I mean, was it just like- The
1: irony is that the the production crew, I got on so well with, and like sometimes I'd have like crew of like 13 people. And at least, I don't know, a third, if not half were black. And it got on so well with everybody, and and when they came to my house and we'd do like the interviews and stuff, I'd feed everybody and and help everyone clear up and help them tape up the things and you know I was I was just part of the I was part of the crew and I said don't ever call me the talent I can't stand it and so they're trying to run you know run around trying to curl my hair and I'm making them toasted sandwiches and. You know, we had, we had so much fun. There was, there, was never, there was never any race problem with me at all. And it was really, you know, like I said, very tedious having it brought up all the time when it didn't even exist.
0: Right. What about the politics? Like, do you think it would be a totally different show now with, like, Trump in office?
1: Oh, my yeah. God.
0: Because it was such a big part I of that. I,
1: I, I don't know how I'd go down there because I'm not a Trump fan at all. At all. So, um, I probably get myself into so much trouble because there's so many people that are Trump, big Trump fans, but um, I'm not a fan of Trumps. So, um, I probably get myself into a lot of trouble.
0: Well, there's a lot of people that are not Trump fans too, so I think you'd have a lot of people agreeing with you (laughs) as well. But
1: but the likelihood is he's going to get back into power. Well, I'm trying to say that the Housewives,
0: which is such, like, a escape from reality, you know, then the DC version involved these issues that, you know, like, racism, whether it was real or not, like, like, politics. Like, do you think the DC franchise became too serious for the viewer? Um. Is, is that what went wrong, or is it just... That it was completely no, like,
1: no, I don't think anything went wrong other than the fact that the production crew hadn't done a real housewives before, they filmed loads of boring shit, um, which is just so boring. And, and the show was taken over by at least four episodes by the Salahi's antics, so is... you know, the one or two different cast members and. Um, and m- maybe a bit more of an experienced crew, um, well, production rather, production company because they'd never done it before. I think it could have been a completely different show.
0: I think so. They, you
1: know, they'd never done it before, and um, there was just there was just a lot of this, like, oh God, how boring! No wonder people tuned out.
0: Tuned out. You know, well, that
1: certain, was the certain
0: episodes. Yeah, I mean, that was the general consensus from a lot of. Uh, negative reviews that it was just a more not exciting franchise
1: I know it was was really dull so many so many parts of it but but what was what's sad is the fact that they didn't show so much of the fun stuff because it was taken over by the Salahis
0: is that why you think it didn't come back? Like because it was boring in the ratings or do you think it was no, liability? no, no. It, was, it, was, it
1: was it was it was it didn't come back to the ratings. It was the second highest rated uh Housewives show. The first season. But the um it was it was categorically shut down because of the FBI. And even Andy Cohen admitted that. There was there was no chance of it coming back.
0: Right. Like the it liability.
1: Was shut, it was shut because of the liability, yeah.
0: Right, like when the FBI gets involved, that's kind of...
1: Yeah, they, pull, they pulled all the tapes, they pulled all the tele- telephone conversations, they, they, you know, they really made Bravo's life absolute hell. And, and it was pulled, and that was that.
0: Were you guys so shocked, like you, Kat, Mary, when you're like, wait a second, we're just doing a housewife show here, and now the FBI is on our front door. Like, that must have been shocking. Or
1: um, on Bravo's front door. Um, well, after they did what they did, I, didn't, I wasn't really shocked by anything after that, really. Because I knew that it was all going to go, uh, pear-shaped. Yeah.
0: What do you think about at the reunion? Like, do you think Andy handled it well? Like, do you think he was harsh enough on Michaela?
1: Um, I say so funny, Michaela. I love, she's got so many different types or Mikael. of her, Mikael. Michaela, Michelle. <laughs> um... I, I don't know, really. I think I think he handled it pretty well. I mean, it was it, like I said, it was such a long day. It was just ridiculous. It went on and on and on and on and on. And um, I'm I'm I still regret being so uh, subdued com- compared to if I was to have sat there again. I mean, whereas Linda says. Oh she you know, she's disappointed with herself for, for for losing her temper so much. I'm disappointed with myself, I didn't lose my temper more. Because um I think I was just so strung out and knackered that um uh some of the things she said to me, I, I naturally just got up and just basically ripped her ripped her head off and some of the things she said to me. Especially the line, if you find love in your heart, your husband will come back. It's just like, go hey, fuck yourself, Michele. Oh my God. What, I mean, like, just started to... And he made everybody cry. So I didn't make anybody cry. And she said, well, you made Stacy cry. And Stacy said, no, she never made me cry. She said, well, you made me cry. And I was like, well, that's one person. She said, well, you know, you, you don't have any love in your heart. I said, yeah, I do, stay, uh, do Mikel. I have love in my heart for so many people. I even have love for the entire crew here in the room. But I don't have any love in my heart for you, you know. No, that is impossible.
0: So you were shocked at yourself for being. I mean, we we never saw a subdued cat before that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you don't seem I mean, subdued here today. You know,
1: it's it's um no I, I, I do I do regret not um, um being a little bit um, more assertive with my. Uh, responses because anyway whatever it's, it's it's so long ago it is so long ago. ago
0: no i yeah. just thought like at the reunion because like they had pled the fifth to everything and then like they were under contract so they had to kind of answer andy that's what i thought was interesting
1: at yeah, the reunion. i think andy was just like you know he was worried about what he was going to say and how he was going to say it and he was really conscious of getting into trouble and there's too much, too much um, uh, nervousness about the reactions and what you can say and what you can't say, and 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 even w- w- whatever interviews we did, whether it be the reunion or the breakfast shows or the View, you know they'd be coming in one door, then we'd have to wait in a hall separately. So then, you know, it was just, it was it was like the, like the president's coming through, so you know everyone has to stand in this one room and then. You get ushered into somewhere else whilst they pass and it was just it was so toxic and awful really the whole separation of everybody you know
0: so during all the press like to promote the show you guys oh had to be separated my
1: God, it was just a nightmare
0: why they just didn't so want it was to be so
1: logistically difficult it's, and i felt so sorry for everyone trying to organize us because it was just so hard like you know right she's getting up gonna get up to go to the loo so you know, we need to make sure that someone goes with her and then the so-and-so it goes out with another person and, you know, get, she goes out that door and then that person goes in and it just, it was just a fucking joke.
0: How come it was separate? Like, was it because the FBI was involved or they just refused yeah,
1: well, it? Just, just the, li- the liability. I mean, she'd already accused Whippy Goldberg of like, physically hurting her, you know. Yeah.
0: Oh, really? When, because oh, from well, when they were- On
1: the, on the view. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, you should google it. It's quite funny. Whoopi Goldberg and Mikkel Salahi. And she uses choice words in Whoopi Goldberg's terms. Choice words.
0: And Mikkel said that Whoopi tried to hurt her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was then showed again on camera that all Whoopi did was came up and touched her arm to get told her to get back to the subject because Mikhail would just sit there and just change the subject every five seconds and not be, not answer the question she was being asked. Oh,
0: wow. Mm. Interesting. Do you do you miss DC at all, ever?
1: Yeah, I do. I do, and and I, I've tried to get back there a couple of times, um, but for one reason or another, I've like had to cancel, and um, uh, I was looking forward to going, um, in January, but my father sadly passed away, and I had to cancel my flight. Um, and I tried to go last year as well, but then I had something else happen, so I had to cancel. But I, no, I miss, I miss lots of my friends in DC, and I have so many. And I love the gay community in DC. I have so many gay friends as well.
0: It's a good one.
1: I just, I just, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to get back. You know.
0: You need to have a night of drinks with Mary and Linda.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. They're fine. Like, not, not just a night, like a day and a night, at least. A, and day,
0: Paul. a day. And Paul, yes. We can't yes. forget Paul. No. Um, do, you, do you talk to Mary and Linda a lot?
1: Yeah, I was just literally on the plane with Linda about five minutes before we, we started speaking. Oh, I love my Linda. Yeah. Yeah, they're fun.
0: She's fun. Look, they're both fun. You're all fun. You guys are all fun. I
1: yeah. mean, and
0: what's the you point? You
1: managed, managed to get hold of Stacy, okay? You did. No, oh, did you?
0: Me? No, no,
1: Wait, I Funny have not. That. Funny that.
0: I have not managed to get a hold of Stacy and mikhail acknowledges that I exist, but is not interested in coming and sitting down and talking to right.
1: me. Right, no, no, she wouldn't, she wouldn't be, so don't, don't hold your breath on that one. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to happen.
0: So, which I mean, I guess I could understand it. I mean, I, I saw her once at a Journey concert. I mean, I was in the front row and in front of the front row in the roped off section, there she was. It's
1: like, right. hey. Where so, she belongs, darling, where she belongs. I think she's happy
0: with with there. She's, really
1: ha- she's really happy and I'm happy for her. You know, she's she, she's, she's madly in love, being really looked after and, and let's face it, she couldn't have done any worse than Tarek, to be honest, so I'm really happy for her.
0: Has anyone heard from him or heard, does, he, does he surface in DC? I wonder.
1: I don't know, I have no idea, no idea where he is. And I'm not on Facebook either, so I don't know. I have no idea. Nor nor do I really care, obviously.
0: Would you ever do a housewife show again? Like if they called and they said, we're putting the DC housewives back together.
1: Oh yeah, I I, I definitely would. They asked if I'd be interested in doing New York or Beverly Hills. But um, at the time, it it was, I wasn't in a mental space for that. And I didn't want to, I just no. It was it was a strong no for me, but no, I, yeah, I'd definitely, um, definitely, definitely do it again, but under, under different um, circumstances and uh, with a different production company.
0: When did? Well, I mean, that, that's what people don't understand. Like a lot of people watch the Housewives; they don't understand it's all really different shows. Because it's all different production companies, more or less.
1: Yeah, but then there's professionals and then there's ones that aren't say so professional. And in fact, like I said, they just filmed so much boring crap that just like just really uh they they didn't really know what they were doing.
0: When did they ask you to do Beverly Hills in New York?
1: Um not long after DC. Like pretty soon after, around around that in that same year.
0: Wow. Did you know? I mean, having not watched Bravo before, did you meet a lot of the other people on Bravo, or you didn't even really know who they were because you never really watched any of the Bravo shows?
1: I did. I did. Um, I, you know, I did watch what Happens Live three times. Um, I did it with uh, Ramona from New York. I did it from with that nightmare Countess Luann, and I did it with Sonia, and that was fun. All
0: the New Yorkers. So why, tell us about, the, you, as you say, the nightmare Countess Luann.
1: Your words. Well, there's, there's the fact that, the this whole fact that she calls herself a Countess just because she bought the name and then was trying to teach me British etiquette really pissed me off. Um, and she thinks I lived the life, darling. I lived the life. And it's like, what life was that, darling? She she was just absolutely, and I hated the games we were playing. I said to Andy, have you really not got anyone better in your production team to make up better games than these? Because these are really shit and they're really boring. And you play them every week. And there's (laughs) there's some really imaginative people that can come up with some really fun games, but these ones are really boring. And they're really repetitive. And they're not really much fun. And what? You're, You're not having a good time? I was like, no, I'm not having a good time at all. I couldn't wait to rip my mic out from underneath my knickers and get the fuck out of there. Really?
0: <laughs> so Andy was just like, these are the, ge- I mean, is, is that all he said when you said his games were not pleasant or did he have something else to say? He
1: just said it was really boring, you know? Got all these intelligent, really creative people working with Watch What Happens Live and this is the same boring games every week. It's like, shake it up a bit, you know? Try something different, but all these really creative young people, young team that can come up with some better games and something more interesting. And, and, and I don't like being, you know, and I, that particular night, I just felt like he had kind of brought me on just to humiliate me in front of Luan, who was just so patronising and I was really over it. It's like, you want to put me down. You want to quiz me on the Queen's etiquette and this and that. And I'm not, I'm not here to be judged. And especially with such a really shit game like this. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was a, not a nice experience. I had a real laugh with Ramona and I had a laugh with Sonia, but no, I'm not a fan of the Countess. And had living, the, I lived the life, darling. I lived the life. I mean, what the fuck's that supposed to mean? You bought, you, bought the, you bought the name The Countess and what well, you lived in Europe for a few years. So you lived the life, darling. I mean, really, how impressive.
0: Did anything happen like backstage with her or it was just all right there when the mics were on?
1: Oh no, she, she, she burst into my dressing room without even knocking uh, uh, before the show and said, we've met before, haven't we, darling? We've met before, haven't we? And I said, um, "No, we haven't met before," and um, I just found her really patronising, and really rude, and really um, condescending. And you didn't find Ramona rude? Oh, but in a, in a fun way, though. I didn't. I didn't. I, Ramona was like, we 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 had a laugh. We 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 actually shared a dressing room together, and. Um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm rude, but, um, and Ramona can be rude, and, but there's a different type of rudeness, I think, you know. And I had a, I had a, really, I had a really really fun time with Ramona. It was very funny, especially when um, one of the viewers rang in and asked if, if I'd ever swum in the lady pond. they, are, they, they, they asked Ramona first. She said, "Cat, you know uh, Ramona, have you ever swum in the lady pond?" she was like absolutely not and then Andy said and what about you Kat and I said well my children might be watching so no that's funny (laughs) but Ramona and I we had had a laugh you know we had a laugh and that's the whole thing about to me when you watch TV I want to feel happy
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't want I I, I, I know I'm not someone that just enjoys watching fights and bitchiness and people crying and it's not it's not my idea of fun tv
0: and sonia I, like, I assume you know, i like
1: laughing i like you know watching something that makes me feel really happy and makes me laugh and uh, um as opposed to just like oh my god i'm just being like oh that was awful like she made her cry and she's really nasty and, 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 and how traumatic and that doesn't make me feel good that's why i don't really watch. Reality TV, unless it's kind of fun stuff
0: that makes sense. And I assume you had a great time with Sonia because Sonia's a lot of fun,
1: yeah. She's hilarious, yeah. I was pregnant at the time, so I couldn't kind of really let go very much, but um, it was uh, it was fun.
0: You couldn't go out
1: drinking after with Sonia, no, 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 <laughs> I mean oh yeah i was clubbing until six o'clock in the morning four months five months pregnant yeah no of course not
0: you (laughs) weren't would you would you ever go on like new york or beverly hills now i mean you don't live in either but
1: if you did um i don't know i'd have to come back to you on that one it It's been a very weird few months for me with uh with corona and losing my dad and breaking up in my relationship for ten years so it's um everything's kind of up in the air and um reassessing life to be honest. It's it's been it's been very 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 hardcore here, and much harder than America, and much harder than the UK, and much harder than most countries. And I'm alone with my seven-year-old, and so it's been it's definitely a kind of re-evaluating lifetime. So I don't know, I don't know.
0: The last thing you might need. It's
1: very very tough for a lot of people, and a lot of people have lost all their income, and. I've tried to help people where I can, and um, yeah, but it's just been very, very difficult, difficult time.
0: Twenty twenty is not the best year. I will no, agree with
1: you. Well, the good news is we're nearly halfway through it. Thank fucking god. <laughs> Thank. Can, can we just breathe to that, please? Yeah. yeah. I think
0: sometimes, like a reevaluation of life, is not the worst thing, though.
1: No, it's really good to you know stop and reflect, and it's also really good to you know, when you feel you have nothing yourself to get to just keep giving because anything you can do to give to other people um, comes back, and there's a lot of people I know really suffered, and um, I've tried to do as much as I can for as many people as I can, even though I've been on my knees with sadness and loneliness and really depressed myself having lost my father in January and, um, and homeschooling my daughter at the age of seven, which has just been like really challenging. Um, but you know, everything happens for a reason. And I think that what you get back what you give. And like I said, I've tried to help as many people as I can and um, continue to do so even when I don't feel like I've got nothing to give. You know, I don't I feel like I've got an empty tank, but we still keep trying to help and still keep trying to give. And let's let's see let's see what the rest of two thousand and twenty holds.
0: This is why you are overdue for some fun in DC,
1: and I'm coming yeah, yeah. to
0: DC. I, I like. I told Linda and Mary I need to make a DC appearance.
1: Here for a good time, not a long time, baby.
0: Seriously, like sometimes you know, listen, it's all about being serious, but sometimes you just need to. Put that aside, oh it God, it's very so
1: important to have fun.
0: I think 20. Listen, 2021 has to be a good year, that's just how it works. You can't have yeah. two bad years in a row, <laughs> right? Loved talking to you. I loved having you. I know you are very busy, Thank really you so appreciate
1: much it.
0: Me, I will see you. We will keep in touch. You're part of yeah. the RHO DC legacy, everyone. Pat, from RHODC, love you. Thank you for doing this.
1: Thank you so much, darling. Keep in touch. take care, okay? Keep keep safe.
0: You too, be well. Bye. Bye. Bye,
1: darling. Bye, bye, bye.
0: Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope, because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear,